picture this. You're in the shower. Why are you laughing at me, okay? All right. Now, uh, actually, I should I should have put a warning. If you're driving, don't close your eyes because I Please listen don't. to podcasts when I drive. Uh, if you aren't driving and you're listening to the podcast, feel free to close your eyes. But picture this. You're in the shower. The music is blasting. It's just perfect. What's the first thing you're grabbing as your microphone? Welcome to the Cabinet Podcast! I'm Bubsy. He's the beard. This is the show where positivity is the goal, but chaos is the process. I didn't even have to look at the script for that one. <laughs> it's only taken 22 technical episodes, even though this is episode 21. Oh my gosh! Here we are. I cannot believe that we are 22 episodes in. And let me see if I save this, Bubs. I was looking at something earlier, and I tried to bring it up. We are just 10 views. That's video views, audio views, podcast-wide, mm-hmm. of having 6,300 plays for the Caffeinated Podcast. It's nuts, guys. Okay? It's crazy. Uh we appreciate you guys more, probably more so than you appreciate our sense of humor, to be quite honest. But we appreciate the support. We just appreciate the listens, the follows. And as always, if you like it, give us a like, give us a comment, subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on one of the audio platforms. But let us know what you think. And... Just thanks for hanging out with us, I guess is what I really wanted to say. Yeah. So for those of you that tuned in last week, excuse me, y'all have to forgive me. I've got a little bit of a sinus infection and it's affecting my voice and my, if I cough, I apologize. It's okay. He's just going to sound more We um, told you guys that we were going to be taking a little time off for the holidays, but we weren't really sure how we were going to do it. And we also told you that we were going to discuss this and come up with a plan. So at about 3.15 this afternoon, <laughs> yeah, in, in, in we proper, decided to discuss it and come up with a plan. In proper bearded fashion, we discussed it today during lunch after yeah. putting it off for a week because we are yeah. very, very intellectual individuals. Well, we just don't function well without some sort of chaos, it seems. But this is kind of what we decided to do. We have decided that we're going to take the next couple of weeks off, recharge our batteries a little bit, Mm -hmm. and hang out with family for Thanksgiving. Now, in this process, then we'll be back for a few weeks in December. Then we're going to take a couple of weeks off for Christmas. And New Year's. Yep. Well, yeah, it's the kind of thing. We'll be back after the New Year. That first Monday, we'll have something ready. Okay. And what we also decided we were going to do to entice, maybe that's not the right word, but maybe tease is the right word. We're going to do a couple of little shorts here and there to uh, ask your all's opinion about what we should talk about when we come back and as we go into the new year. And we really want you guys to. Let us know whatever it is so we can look at it. Maybe we can make a list. And Bubsy, what do you think? If we take one of their ideas, I think the person that gives the idea should get a shout out and 
just give them the credit that they deserve for doing it. And yes, Cheryl, I did see your comment that we weren't allowed to take a break last week. I'm sorry, but hopefully the little shorts will give you just enough bubsy or beard or both, depending on how we do it, to get well, you through till we're back. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. While, yes, could we pull it off, I think it would be rather rude from the people that I'm going to be visiting if I ask if I can borrow their closet to record. <laughs> okay, like, that that's what you do when you don't have, like, treatment foam, even though you're probably hearing my AC can my air conditioner, my fan, whatever. Okay, uh, yeah, you record in a closet. And since it's video, eh, that's kind of, eh. Well, you know. Yeah, well, so. Here's the thing though, guys. One of the things that we have talked about. Now, we don't go into a lot of great detail because again, chaos is part of the process. We're gonna But bet. we did mention the fact that we're going to look into some stuff so that we can do the podcast on the go. and. For me, the intention is to go to different locations and bring in different people and that kind of things. And maybe we'll just, I don't know, Bubsy, maybe we'll go to the mall and we'll see if they'll let us do a podcast there. And we'll just bring random people in to talk about random subjects. It's been done before, I know, but it's never been done by us. That's all I'm saying. I don't know right? if that's a podcast setting. Maybe not, but More like we'll an fake interview. it. We'll fake it. We'll, ma we'll make it something me. anyway. But before we take too much of your time tonight, let's do this. We need to, I don't think we need to remind you all, but we want to tell you all again about our sponsors. The now we have sponsors. two. Thank you. Uh, both of you. Uh, coffee Tarion, we appreciate you. We love the coffee. And uh, Custom Beard Co., dude, we love the products. They are just so good. But this week, we are going to be highlighting uh, Coffeetarian in our little spot. So, Bubsy, let's do that, and let's bring them the newest humanitarian effort that our listeners and anybody they share it with can be a part of it. That's right, guys. We actually have a new one this time. We've teased it, I think, maybe three <laughs> episodes in a row that it was going to be changing. Uh, Something but like that, yeah. it definitely has changed. If you haven't heard about Coffeetarian, it's very simple. I'm going to put it very in very plain English. Coffee plus humanitarian equals Coffeetarian. The entire vision behind Coffeetarian is not only to provide you with the quality curated coffees right at your door, but also to contribute to humanitarian efforts around the world to make life better for everyone. So, Coffeetarian is an online marketplace where not only can you get your coffee, but we also help you up with the tips, tricks, and everything that you need on. on their coffee blog, that's for show. Now, here's the thing. They have a lot of different coffees, so you kind of need to know what you're talking about. We have our lo our own local coffee snob on the podcast, so I'm going to hand it over to him. <laughs> well, one of the cool things about Coffee Tarion is they offer single-origin coffees from regions such as Guatemala, Mexico, Colombia, Tanzania, and more. They also have blends such as Breakfast Blend and the Cowboy Blend, which is one of the favorites at the Bearded Household. And what they're doing is they're mixing high-quality single origins with just different roast levels to bring out some of the most amazing flavors you'll ever have. Finally, they also offer co flavored coffees such as Mexican chocolate, 
Cinnabon, pumpkin spice, and a brand new flavor that is in my cup today. Trying it out. I love it. You're going to like it. Carnival apple. It is a caramel spice apple. Again, it depends on how the ground, depends on how you brew it, what you're going to get, but you're going to love it. Now, here's the one of the best things about coffee tearing to me is that all the coffees is roasted on demand per order. And it's shipped the next day. What that means is it doesn't sit around the warehouse. It's made when you order and it is sent out and it arrives anywhere in the U.S. in about four to five business days so that your coffee has that perfect freshness just to get you ready going. And for the diehard coffee fans such as myself, you can even set up a subscription that auto orders and auto ships your coffee in weekly or monthly increments just depending on how much flavor how much caffeine that you need at the time. And first of all, new flavor. I haven't got to try it. It's very late at night currently while we're recording this. And I'm kind of sad that I don't get to try it, but I will try it soon. I swear, I promise. I, I will do it. It is marvelous. You're going to love it. Oh, don't tell me that because now I want a cup. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. But the thing about Coffee Tan that makes it so special is... Like we said, they partner not only with local charities, but also charities around the world. And a percentage of every sale from their website that includes the coffee, the merchandise, the hats, the shirts, the coffee mugs, everything goes to the monthly charity partner. Now, this month, and this is the new one, so I'm going to have to read this word for word, boys. All right. This month, they have partnered with Sunrise Children's Services. At the close of the Civil War, families in Kentucky were left devastated as a border state with torn loyalties. Kentucky saw families split and broken by the conflict. Death, sickness, and the poverty that followed left many children orphaned with no one to care for them. Since their beginnings as a ministry, Sunrise continues to be fueled by a faithful dedication to God's call for his people to be the hands and the feet of Jesus in caring for innocent children. They have helped to transform thousands of lives over the years and are continuing to make a difference in lives today and for the years to come. Sunrise provides therapeutic foster care, residential therapeutic treatment, and community-based services in the state of Kentucky, and its family services program is licensed by the Commonwealth of Kentucky as a behavioral health services organization, organization that is BHSO. Uh, and you can help and assist by going to coffeetarian.store. And for your first coffee order, if you use code BEARD, that's B-E-A-R-D, you can get 10% off your first order. I don't Dude, know. We're getting so much better at these things. I'm the just telling you. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if I took a breath during that. I'm pretty sure I had to have, but that came out way more swimmingly than I thought it should have. No, and it's and you know, and even though we are focused on coffee tearing this week, let me remind you also. Go to custombeardco.com. If you love your beard or you love uh, know someone who has one that you love, these products are all 100% organic. You're going to love them. Give it a shot. Put in caffeinated beard when you check out, and for any order, $15 or more, you save 15%. You will not be disappointed. So we've talked about the sponsors. We've talked about the time off and what we're going to do. Let's give you the rundown, and we're just going to jump into tonight's topic. Bubsy and I go back and forth a lot about what we're going to talk about. And sometimes, you know, we, we kind of go in depth about movies. We may even do books one this day because him and I both love to read. But tonight we decided to talk about that one thing that does us really well, and that's music. So we decided to call tonight's podcast In Tune. 
And then we thought we would talk a little bit about our favorites, our favorite genre of music, maybe our favorite song, maybe even our favorite era of music, maybe our favorite video. I don't know. We'll, it just depends on, excuse me, on where the rabbits run. And then, you know, because it's us, I'm 55, he's 23, we had to throw in old, old. versus new. He's new. So, he's old. <laughs> and then, you know, we, we, we're talking about going to concerts, and I haven't been, in, been to one in many years. But we thought we would talk about who would put on the best concert of the music that him and I enjoy. Again, all this stuff is just opinion. And then finally, we thought we would end up with Watch Your Guilty Pleasure. What's that song or that genre of songs that you'll listen to, but you really don't own up to it most of the time? But it's kind of your, I don't know, it's kind of a go-to thing, maybe? I don't well, know. Well, and I, I don't even, I think with that one, we also have to, like, clue into something. It's like, maybe it's not what you necessarily love to listen to as, like, a guilty pleasure, but it's definitely something you've probably listened to way more than you should have. Exactly. It's just, like I said, that's what, it, you know, that's kind of what a guilty pleasure is. It's something that you do that you maybe not even really understand why you do it, but it just, I don't know, it just hits you just right. Mm -hmm. So, Bubsy, let's get going. Let's, let's have a little fun. What do you think? Well, first of all, the, the thing with music is, and I think this has to do with everybody, everyone ends up taking a trip down memory lane when it comes oh, to absolutely. music. Like, there's always that, like, a song comes on and you are immediately just flooded with memories, you know? Now, be, that can be, like, uh, what am I trying to think? Like, a wedding song or something like that. Like, something that just clicks. You're like, okay, I know what this is. I remember all this. All the good feelings come back. It's fantastic. Well, one of the things that I think about Bubsy is it's kind of like love songs. It's that moment that... I don't know. It could be a first kiss. It could be a first date. It could be anything. But that song that was playing on the radio, or maybe it was a song that played in a movie and it became, quote, unquote, your song, your song. you know, something like that. So One thing that's I, can what, think of I, that's, I think that's what kind of makes favorite songs, though. Would you agree, Bubs? Yeah, like there's got to be something the, the moments that it brings it. you back to. There's got to be something associated with it. That's for sure. All right. Okay. So, you know, I always like to throw him under the bus. Hi. What's your favorite song, Bubs? Dude, with how many times I've been thrown under the bus, you'd think I'd be more flat. <laughs> I'm just you'd also saying. think you'd be more ready for it. I'm just saying. I mean, I was prepared. I heard I was ready for you this time, but I had to make a joke. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Sure, Buddy boy. Whatever. Buddy <laughs> boy. <laughs> All right. What you got? Uh, well, obviously, as I've mentioned previously on the podcast, I am a big fan of like 80s rock and he, the beard is the reason for that. As many of you know, uh, we, when I was a very small child, uh, there was a lot of, tr uh, just front seat truck trips. I probably should have been in a booster. But windows down, and I'm not talking automatic. I'm talking you got to crank that down. Some manual windows, middle fall, through the country lanes, just blasting rock music. Now that is an experience. And then he'd treat me to a nice old country store. I'd get a bologna cheese, Colby Jack cheese, 
some mayonnaise, some Cheetos, and a and what I didn't realize at a time was a chocolate drink, not chocolate milk, a Yoohoo. Okay, I thought it was chocolate milk. It is a chocolate drink. Okay. Now now that was a mind boggling thing to realize once I was no longer a child. He's so old. <laughs> well, I'm technically not a child now, anymore. You you've laid the foundation, but you still haven't said what your favorite song is. Why would I do that? Because I asked you what your favorite song was. But I don't want to <laughs> but I don't want to answer. I want to make it people gaff. No. no um, there's no way. As as dark and convoluted as his and my mind can be, sometimes y'all can't guess what we're thinking. We don't even know most of the time. So uh, what is it? Uh, Can't Stop Me Now by Queen. Or Don't Stop Me Now. Don't Stop Me Now. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. I, that's a good song. That's a really good song. And, you know, I... Somebody was asking me, well, just yesterday, what my um, favorite music was. And I have a very eclectic taste when it comes to music. I like a little bit of everything, but I don't like everything there's certain songs that are done by certain people and all that and some of you probably know this song already but right at this moment in time my favorite song of songs it's the one i go to when i'm feeling rough or down or whatever is redeemed by big daddy weave i just like saying the name big daddy weave i know right but it's like, just it's just one of those songs that hits me in a spot, but it also reminds me that I'm not in this situation alone ever, you know. And way, that's one of the things bold. I think about music is it it it's meant to transport somewhere somehow at all times, right? Mm -hmm. Big Daddy Weaves bald. I know, but he sure can sing. He's a big old so, boy. I mean, you know, do you, ha do you, how about you guys? What's your favorite song? Please put it in the comments. Let us know what your favorite song is. But since we're talking about favorite song, we got to go favorite genre. If it's the Macarena, I mean, are, we're going to fight. Okay. It's all are I'm you, saying. Are you, a, are you a country fan? Are you rock and roll? Are you heavy metal? Are you rap, hip hop, whatever you want to call it? I don't know what you call it. I don't. So not. why'd you stutter? Why'd you stutter on rap? Hmm? Because I there's not mm -hmm. a lot of it that I actually enjoy. And I mean, it's just that simple. I, it's not my style of music. That's when, if I was to pick my favorite genre, I'm not saying that there's not certain people that I listen to and that I've listened to in the past. I happen to enjoy LL Cool J some, but that's old school. That's mm -hmm. back in the day a little bit, right? But I don't, and I don't know what the, it, the way the names change about things. The way they call, you know, you've got alternative rock, and you've got this rock, and you got. And I, I don't know what to call stuff. I, I have so a question. Put it in the comments. What's your favorite genre? But Bubsy, what's yours? I, so, I have a question. Um, hopefully, have an answer. What did it feel like? Okay, you grew up on rock, right? When, and country. Okay, when when you were getting up in years. What did it feel like when the music you used to listen to? They I'm started sorry. To... Let me put my teeth in. I'm so old, I can't think. No, 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 no. I mean, when they started to call it classic rock, what did that feel like? 
Everything <laughs> that I listened to or did as a kid is now considered a classic. Uh, yeah, but like, I mean, you if you were admit, buying a license be... plate for me, I would be considered a classic right now. I mean, come on. Yeah, but I like you know that's gotta that's gotta feel weird, doesn't it? Well, it's just I'll, I'll say it this way: some of the things that they considered classic, I considered junk when it was original. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm uh... not. I, you know, I'm just me, dude. I'm going to tell you how I see it. I'm going to tell you how I think about it. And, you know, some of the stuff that's considered classic rock to me is not classic rock. You know, because if I'm going to look at my favorite genre, I have to go um, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even, you know, I listen to mostly Christian music now, right? That's the majority of what I listen to because I like it because they have a really decent Christian rock. And I still listen to rock and roll. It's just... The things that they sing about are totally different than what I listened to as a kid. And when I was younger, you know, my brother, uh, God love him, turned me on to the Doobie Brothers when I was, you know, 8, 10, 12, uh, 12 years old, somewhere in there. And I still love the Doobie Brothers, right? Mm-hmm. I love the Almond Brothers. I like the older style rock and roll, the, um, and there's probably another name for it, and I don't know. But I like all the old guys, you know, like. That that's my genre, old, I guess. So that's <laughs> <laughs> my genre, old. I don't know. But what about you? What do you what do you think would be your favorite genre? Obviously, we have to go with rock and roll. That, uh, like I said, music just you you get with music just hits a place sometimes in people's minds where it's like, I get it. I understand. I'm whole now. Like I can just sit here and just zone out, do whatever I need to. Like. When, when I'm at work, and here's going to be the strangest thing. If I need to, like, specifically get something done, okay, I put on Queen's Best Hits. And that's my working music. I can see that, because they got some, mo- uh, the, the, the beat, the rhythm, style, you know, kind of makes you want to move irregardless. Yeah, but know? that's that's my, like, get-to-work music. Like, if I'm listening to Queen, I got you. I'm got trying you. to get something done by a specific deadline. Okay, like, that's that's the trigger. So, of course, yeah. I'm also just a big Queen fan, so that also helps. Well, I you know, I've told people in the past on TikTok, they asked me what kind, you know, what kind of music do I really enjoy? Well, this is, this is my usual thing. I was born in the 60s, raised in the 70s and 80s. That's my music. You know, well, my grandmother turned me on to music that she listened to in the mm-hmm. 60s. You know, then you got the 70s music, which I absolutely love. And then you got 80s rock and roll, which is just about some of the best there is, in my opinion. And I know there's going to be people go, hey, 80s rock and roll, it was nothing but long hair and screaming at each other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what my grandmother said. So, you know, nothing. But it just, changed. you know, it's what I like. So, well, and I, like I said, 80s rock all the way every day but that, right. that's not also to say that i don't listen to anything else because i'm one of the i, I know when people say like i listen to everything i do probably listen to everything there when we get to the guilty pr- pleasure i'm going to prove that i've probably listened to everything um now i won't i won't say that i enjoy everything though true I agree. I agree. Now, I will say that there's going to be a, a slight confrontation because I actually enjoy rap. He does. Ah. Yeah, we're not we're not going to agree on that. And, but, and here's the thing: I'm not even just talking new rap. Like, 
I will say, mumble rappers, please open your mouth. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that I guess maybe that's the thing. I got old ears. I've always had old ears. I don't understand a lot of it. But you know, if you if you're if you start looking at the different genres, well, I'm like, and you, if you, you're looking at the uh, the different styles, whatever you want to call it, right, Bubs? Which mm-hmm. would you think? I mean, all right, we'll just do it. Let's start it. Right, rap. Old versus new, which is better? Mm, I'm gonna have to say old. I'm gonna have to say. See, old. I would agree. I'm gonna. And have this to... is coming from this is coming from somebody who's not a real big fan of rap. There are people that I've listened to that I enjoyed. Right, now that I get it. Now here's the thing. I'm gonna say this. There are still people in the game who literally they can drop an, a whole album, and it is a hundred percent just straight up fire. Like M Eminem, if he were. To, Every time he drops an album, dude kills it. Most of the time. Yeah. There was a couple albums. Time. Yeah. But like Kill Shot, <laughs> Godzilla, dude, mm, dude, dude had some bangers. Um, but like just listening to some Tupac or maybe some Biggie. Now let's go. Um I wasn't a huge fan of old Kanye, but you I see get- I like Biggie. I've never liked Kanye though. I like Biggie. <sighs> I did. Kanye took a while for me to understand. Yeah, it's, nah, I just I, it's, it, I've never been a fan. But I, I was a big fan of Biggie, and big. Fan I know of this Biggie. is kind of off topic, okay? But <gasps> we are talking old versus new, All right? There's there's folks out there singing whatever genre that these days that I don't get. I don't understand why they have a contract. I don't understand why they're making millions of dollars, mm-hmm. right? Because, in my opinion, what they sing, the way they perform it, is kind of more for shock value, you know. And I said this to somebody well yesterday. Somebody was asking me about my style of music. Like I said, I went somewhere yesterday, and somebody was asking me this. And the biggest issue that I have old versus new. And I know people are going to disagree with me. A lot of the new music to me feels like it has no heart whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Okay. That well, there's no depth to the, there's no depth to it. It's all done for the dollar dollar bill y'all. Well, and I, there, right? I, here's the thing. I can probably explain why that is. Okay. Go a ahead. lot of more modern songs usually include a ghostwriter. There is a, I, I, I wish I could remember his name. Cause he, he started to finally release some of his own music. Um, but like there's bigger songs like uh what was it? Uh like TikTok by Kesha. Like that song, he wrote that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> like um what was it? Hot and Cold by like uh Katy Perry, he wrote it. Like okay. some of the well, some of and- people's big big hits that they, you know, went uh like was their their like big thing. Some other person wrote it. Like, it makes sense why there's, like, a lack of passion to it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I get that. And, again, that's what I say when I mean by the loss of heart. Because they're singing the song because it's it's not that it's a bad song. Mm -hmm. But they're singing it to get paid. Mm -hmm. And every musician at some point in time who's made an album or done whatever, whether they be old or new, they sing to get paid because that's their job. But... For me, when it comes to old versus new, whether it's country, rock and roll, whatever the case may be, 
I really don't understand a lot of the new country stuff. I don't get it. I don't understand well, uh, see, the styling of it. Here's but the thing. All what new I mean, country. Hang, hang, give me just a sec. Give me just a sec. Okay. Because I want to finish this thought real quick before mm-hmm. I forget it. <laughs> uh, the problem is that even though the older guys were singing the for money as well, there was a connection to the music that it feels like the new ones don't have. I get singing the song to make money, but put yourself into that song, and whether you write it or not, sing it like it's yours because music is one of those things that can connect you to somebody or disconnect you from somebody. Mm-hmm. So you have to put yourself in it. Now, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bubs. Well, the thing with, like, new country, if you think about it, is it's basically just turned into pop. Like, here's mm, the thing. Sort of, yeah. And then it, it's literally pop with a country shw- uh, twang. Yeah. Okay? Because Taylor Swift left and did pop, and there's people who are doing country now who have that sounds very similar to the style of music that she's attempting to do. Now, I'm just saying all the people on TikTok who are very sad that don't want uh, somebody to be in love with someone else. I get it. The Taylor Swift release is great. Oh my gosh. If I see that song again, I might die. Thank you. Well, and and I got to say this too, by saying that, I think that most have lost the heart of the music. There are still some on the new side that are still able to do that. They're, mm-hmm. they, they're able to do the song. They're able to perform the song, however you want to say it. And it connects with you on an emotional level. Mm-hmm. That's always been the thing about music as, as a teenager. When I felt all alone by myself, I sit, would listen to the radio and listen to the song and I could see myself in this music. I could hear I mean, you know, it's like, dude, what did, did this, this guy been reading my diary or, you know, because they're singing what I'm feeling, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I mean, sometimes it's good to have just music for music's sake, but music has the power to transform a situation. It has the power to elevate our emotions. It has the power to pick us up and lift us up and bring us to a place I mean, Bubsy, you know this. And since we're talking old versus new, I'd never listened to a whole lot of acapella back in the day. Right? But mm-hmm. I love acapella right now. And, you know, the funny part about it is I was getting ready. Uh, Home Free mm-hmm. is probably my favorite acapella group right now. I mean, they could absolutely sing the phone book, and I'd listen to them sing. Right? But there's, and even though they do covers of other this, and I think they're, you know, they're trying to do some of their own original stuff as well. When they sing, the way they do it, the emotion, the passion that they have for the song comes through, even if it's something that I heard sung by somebody else years ago. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, uh, we're going to talk about acapella. I think you obviously got to bring up pentatonix too. I like, I mean, I like oh pentatonix, you know, I do. But, and again, this is going to get some haters, but I still think Home Free's better. Just saying, you know, and simply because their style kind of just, I guess, maybe suits me better. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the whole thing. You know, because if you, you know, again, we're talking old versus new. What about old rock and roll versus new rock and roll? What do you think, Bubs? Oh, old rock and roll, hands down. Yeah. See, and I mean, you know, we're not going to disagree on much of this. And again, we're asking for comments always. We want to know what you guys think about, are we right? Are we wrong? Have we lost our minds? 
you know, uh, tell us because we can be taught. Now, right? I'm not going to say that there are not some newer bands that, oh my gosh, could I just listen right? to album upon album? Well, like... um, Bubsy, do you remember by any chance who originally did the song Hurt? No. Was it Nine Inch Nails or something yes. like that? Yes, it was. Is that who it was? Nails, yeah. Okay. See, this is this is one of those things where it crosses over. You got old and new. Now, it's my understanding that they weren't real happy when he wanted to do the song, but he ended up being able to do it anyway. And Johnny Cash did a cover oh of her. And from what I've read, the lead singer of Nine Inch Nails says this is no longer our song; it's his. Mm-hmm. You know because. It's he took the song that they had and did a great job with, you know, again, not my style, not my style. I didn't. Appre I, I mean, I think they did a good job for them. I really do. Mm -hmm. But then he took the song and he transformed it into something that was. A masterpiece. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it just like there's I don't no know. Other, there's no other way to describe his rendition of Hurt. OK, other than a masterpiece, there he is legitimately no other way to talk about it now if we're talking like old we old rock and roll like twisted sister oh Queen. twisted sister was amazing oh, okay uh, i've seen twisted sister in concert i've seen poison in concert Ooh. i've seen david lee roth in concert i mean uh, i you, saw some and you wanted to talk about oh i haven't been well, to it's, a concert but it's been a lot of years time. ago but I mean, so? these were the guys that were big in the day. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking big hair. I didn't you know? know he went and saw Twisted Sister. So we're going to yeah. we're going to have a we're going to have a long conversation about this. Later. Well, I mean, they weren't as well known when I got a chance to see them as they became. Let's put it that way. I saw them in their infancy, question, so to speak. Question. This, this is to make sure that if Mama Beard ever listens to the podcast, my hair grows out. Should I get a perm? If you can handle it, go for it. I did. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. But you know, I mean, we'll find out next week if I'm. Well, actually, it's, no, we it's won't really find out simple. Next week if I'm getting beat because you know we're 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 laughing about it a little bit, you know, because we're talking about the difference between old and new, and really, Bubsy, we could have said one sentence and left it go, but we have to talk about the different genres. You know, I mean, the one thing you can't really say versus old versus new is classical music because it kind of stays the same. Thus, mm -hmm. the title of the name classical. Now, you will have people oh. that put some really cool spins on it these days. You know, again, I have eclectic taste in music. I like classical music. There's sometimes, man, that you can be listening to and just the whether it's the conductor, the the the. The composition itself, it, you know, you can feel that swell in your heart and your lungs, and you're just like, you know, all right, here comes the, you know, and you just, you, you get into the music. And, but the, the simplest thing for me is, is that the guys back in my day or back in the older day, in the classic days, if you want to put it that way now, <laughs> they brought something to the music that I don't, really see in some of these new ones by the way okay. i will say with like classical music it's the same thing with nascar i can't watch it remotely i it has to be something that i'm experiencing right. firsthand right. okay and, and and i'm not not hating on nascar okay i no. love 
fast car go fast. But left turns on TV <laughs> get a little boring after a while. Okay. Yeah. Now, left unless you turn... have a cat, and then the cat tries to catch the cars. Just now, saying. I'm just saying, left turn in person, kind of interesting because at least I can't hear everything else that's going on usually. True. Um, it's much more fun in reality to hear. Mm-hmm. Well, it's more like. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, well, and he, see, here's the thing. And, you know, since you're bringing up NASCAR and you're trying to do a little controversy, mm-hmm. hey, right? I got one. Ooh. And I know this, I know this lady had her issues back in the day. Yep. But Whitney Houston is probably one of the most talented singers that I've ever heard in my life. And I know she had issues, and I'm sorry that she did uh, because she was taken way too young from this world. With the talent that she had but there are ladies now that they're like you know they're they're best in rock and roll and they're this and that you know and i've even seen people compare beyonce with whitney houston i'm sorry beyonce and if you love beyonce fan i'm sorry if this offends you but beyonce could not carry whitney houston's water I mean, I mean, Beyonce is okay, but I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm just saying, Whitney, I, I gotta agree, Whitney Houston's Again, pretty... we're looking kind of old versus new because Whitney was back more from my time, you know, and, you know, and just this, that, and other, and I know they were all kind of, you know, but I don't know if Whitney meant it or not, but when she sang, you could feel heart, you could feel her emotions in the song. She had the ability to connect to her audience in a way that most of these new people don't have or they don't seem to have. I've never seen them live in concert, so I can't really say that in person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you don't have to see Whitney in person, <laughs> you know, no, to know I, that yeah, if you hear the song Wind Beneath Your Wings and <sighs> just saying. Or I want to dance with somebody. I want to dance with somebody. Yeah. yeah. I want to feel the heat with somebody. But that's, but that's the same way I feel like a lot of people. I mean, you know, you've got these old country singers, some of which I got to see perform in my aunt's, you know, honky-tonk in Texas before they were ever famous. You know, you've got people that just, they were music back in the day. And if it weren't for them being who they were, these folks today wouldn't be who they are. They would have never had the opportunity, but again, uh, it's maybe I tell you what, there was a movie, I think it was a book, and that was titled Lost in Translation. Maybe that's what the problem is for me, is I don't know how to translate the new. It's it's just Mm -hmm. lost on me because I can't find the key, I can't find the the cipher, whatever you want to call it. And maybe I'm not the only one. It just, I don't know. It just, it doesn't make as much sense to me as the old stuff. I mean, I don't know. Anyway. Well, I mean, I, I will say there's some new stuff that is just, it, it's the same thing. Like you can tell the person means what they're talking about. Like it, it, biggest example, and I know you don't really listen to rap, but NF. Oh my gosh. Okay. 
Uh, if you've well, not, I mean, that would make me want to listen to him more now than before, than five minutes ago. To be quite honest with you, <sighs> dude. Okay, start. I, literally, if you can, you gotta understand. This guy is a storyteller. This is that is his okay. whole thing. Okay, listen to Mansion, and then Therapy Session, and tell me this guy does not feel the music. Oh my god! Remind gosh. me, and I will. But the fact that you the fact that you say that, see, that makes me want to listen to it more than some of the music that I see out there. And if we 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 can talk about this particular part of it forever, because. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and I kind of feel like we're maybe we're we're chasing the same rabbit a little bit because we keep circling around. Hey, it's our it's right. it's the podcast we get to do this. I know, but <laughs> at the same time, I, I think we've said about as much as we can on old versus new. You know, and again, guys, if you don't agree with me that the new music has lost its heart, and again, I want you all to understand this is just my opinion. And I don't believe that all of them have. I just, there are certain people out there who are multi-million dollar artists mm-hmm. that I do not even understand why they have a contract because I listen to their music and I'm like, what? Yeah. Why is this a song? Now, I get that there are times when you have things that catch on and become a cult song however you want to say it like you know Gangnam Style or the Macarena or something like that for whatever reason it hits at just the right moment and for those of you back in my day yes I will throw out Achy Breaky Heart nobody understood why it became so big but it did (laughs) but once you hear somebody say Achy Breaky Heart if you've heard it once your brain starts going don't tell my (laughs) you you can't help yourself by the way the guy who did Gundam Style his other music is actually really good (laughs) oh I know and Gundam Style is not bad it's entertaining it is very entertaining I mean it has to be music has to also be entertaining Dude, I'd, I'd love to sit you down. You can't and... just do music for entertainment value alone, or you're not going to keep your uh, you're not going to keep your fans, your core fans, your 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 the ones that will follow you through anything. Because if you haven't connected with them, then if Gangnam Style was the only song the guy ever wrote, that would have been the only thing he ever did. See, I'd like to sit down and have a meal with that man. <laughs> I think it would be a very like. I know I'm not fluent in very many other languages. I took French. I'm barely fluent in English. True. Okay. I'm from Kentucky. I don't really talk probably the way I should in a lot of situations. I say y'all a lot. Okay. Ewans. I get Ewans. Okay. I get, get that. Get on out of here. I, I, I took French for a very long time. Can probably only remember how to count to 100. I do apologize right. to the French community. My bad. Uh, but man, it would be an interesting conversation to have with that man. Oh, sure. Oh, I my mean, gosh. you know, that's, see, that's the, I, I, maybe that's the last part, and then we need to move on. When you can see an artist in their music, then you feel like you know them. That's why they become important to you. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? You know what I'm saying? When you, when, when there's that connection, again, They've been reading my diary. How how are they singing about me? All right, you know we probably need so, to move on to concerts, don't we? Now you oh, mentioned I know, I know. you I, mentioned because, twisted again, because sister. I can talk about this forever. You mentioned so, wait, 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 who you, do you think who do you think would put on the best concert? 
first of all, hang on. You went to see Twisted Sister. I need this. I need details. I, it just it was just a fluke. I ended up going with a friend who had an extra ticket. That's really all it amounted to. I enjoy Twisted Sister. I still Twisted. listen to them every once in a while. I do too. And I'll be honest with you, I spent an hour one day trying to win tickets to see David Lee Roth in concert at Rupp Arena in Kentucky and won Mm -hmm. and took a friend of mine. We sat down and Poison actually opened for David Lee Roth. And the 20 minutes they did was better than the hour and a half that he did. Ouch. Just saying. Ouch. You know, not that his, not that his stuff was bad. I mean, David Lee Roth, I mean, he, he's energetic. He's all this, he was all this things, you know, and all that. But Poison actually, in my opinion, did a better, did better than he did. Now, I don't know enough of the new ones to say who would put on a better concert now. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that the best concert I ever saw was Billy Joel. Billy Joel got up and he sang his heart out to the how many ever thousands of people were there. And he goes, thank you very much. Good night. And the people were applauding and they were yelling and all this other stuff. And this artist came back out and did an hour and a half encore. Dang. And finally said, I'm losing my voice. Y'all got to go home. (laughs) You know, but probably it was the best concert I've ever seen. He put more emotion. He put more emphasis on connecting with, again, that's the big thing to me. The music connected with the people and you yeah. could see it and you could feel it. And he it generally felt like he was happy to be there, not just to get paid, but be able to do what he loved for a bunch of people that were enjoying it as much as he was. So, mm-hmm. so what um, do you think? Who would put on a good concert now? You think? So as far as like who would put on, but I wish I had gotten the opportunity. Well, I did. And just uh, schedules never lined up. I wish I'd w- I went and seen Lincoln Park in concert. That would have been good. Oh my that gosh, would have been really good. R.I.P. Chester, yeah. my guy. Oh, like the that. Now you're talking about feeling the music, man. Oh my gosh, Lincoln Park. I could listen to that all day. Uh, I'd like to go see N.F. in concert at some point. I've heard he puts on great shows. As far as concerts that I've been to, as far as who's put on a great show, uh, first of all, Mama Beard at, at rock and roll concerts is a fantastic sight to see. Not only <laughs> do you get to see the band in concert, you get to see her jump at pyrotechnics. It's fantastic. Which is quite often. Yes, it's basically right. every time it goes off. Now that in itself is worth every single trip. Um, now, if we're talking rock and roll, uh, I'm a big fan of Thousand Foot Crutch. I could listen to that Ooh, man. I like that, yeah. yeah. I could listen to that man sing the phone book. The guy can legitimately sing anything he wants. Because not yeah. only can he sing rock and roll, the dude is also just a very, very talented singer of anything else like the dude can actually sing like you know there's a lot of like rock bands where it's like they're not singing they're kind of just screaming um yeah example now you're you're talking about that you know it's like seeing that kind of stuff um what was it we went to winter jam and newsboys performed there Mm -hmm. you know they put on an excellent show excellent show 
you know, when you got your drummer that comes up on a cantilever and spins around upside down while he's playing drums, that's just awesome. Sorry, but it now, is. Now, if we're talking the best concert I've ever went to, uh, the venue is no longer open, uh, but I got front row at Social Club Misfits. Now, those boys can put on a concert. Not only nice. are they fantastic people, uh, love both the Marty and Fern. Oh my gosh, the fantastic people. But the heart they have for music and the heart they have for people is fantastic. But I've also never jumped more in my life. So, <laughs> oh so, my gosh, man. you know, we're just kind of, we're kind of talking about our stuff, right, guys? And you need to know, you know, when we ask you to like, share, comment, subscribe, and all that, it does help the podcast. It helps promote it out to other people. You know, and comments especially are one of those things. So that's why we ask for comments a lot. We do want the podcast to be out there. Comments can break the algorithm. we want your opinions as much as we do anything else. Mm. And so what's your favorite concert? What's the best concert you've ever been to? Or who do you think would put on the best concert that you would love to see? I'm trying to think. I'll just throw it all out there, right? I mean, I would love to... I can't even think of his name right now, to be honest with you. But, you know, what? I see well, the look. Well, while you're while, while you're trying to remember this name, go for it. How did I not mention wanting to see Queen in concert? Right. I mean, how bro, amazing would that have been, bro? Like, if we're just talking concerts, okay. I, w I obviously wasn't there, but just watching. Live Aid, like Queen set from Live Aid. What? <laughs> what? By the way, the movie Bohemian Rhapsody, they tried to the the actor, what was it, Rami Malek or whatever, they tried mm -hmm. to do a one to one of the entire concert, like yeah. every step, every motion, everything. Bro, the amount of time it would have taken to memorize all that, thank you for giving that an attempt. Right. But yeah, no, 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 that's no, one just... of the people that, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Oh my gosh. I mean, you know, it's like, again, if you're going old versus new, for me, I think of all the guys that I would love to have heard when I was growing up. I mean, I would still, and this, you know, we've been talking about rock and roll a lot. ACDC. I would still love to see Willie Nelson in concert. And I know he's up there in age and his voice is not as strong but y'all it's willie nelson oh. you know it's i'm just saying Fun, funny story okay there th this is probably completely not true probably not correct is it work the other day this is this is a couple months ago uh co-worker comes in swears up and down willie nelson was on main street which where I work is on Main Street in in the town where I work. Swears up and down that he saw Willie Nelson. <laughs> Was it? He he circled the block, lost him, went and got lunch, found him in the cafe, couldn't confirm it. I would have had to took a hundred pictures, and I'd have had to ask. I'm just that bold. But I mean, you know, again, that's the that's the thing. You you well, some of the songs that Willie's done. There there's a. Uh, a movie that him and Chris Chris Christopherson did years ago called Songwriter, mm -hmm. and there's a couple of songs that he does in there, and it's just 
I don't know. It's just that kind of music that makes you go. <sighs> I have a question. Uh huh. Do, would you consider a Broadway play to be a concert? I don't know. I mean, like, I do like musicals. Now, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do like musicals. Shout out to my band teacher from middle school. Um, her favorite Broadway play, and I understand now why, was Wicked. Okay? She took us to go see it. If you don't belt along with Defying Gravity, who are you and what is wrong with you? Okay? Um, I can't hit the high notes anymore, though. Helium. <laughs> But or, I, mean, I know, pitch I know what you're saying. There, again, it's the whole point of music to move. And there are certain no. things that, you know, call, if you want to call a Broadway music a concert because of the great music, by, by all means, because that's a genre of music we didn't even talk about. Yeah. All right. But, I mean, but, I'm but, a fan of Oklahoma. There's a movie that I love that is a musical based on a play that nobody else seems to have <laughs> ever heard of except me. That I own and I watch and I giggle like a little, you know, fangirl <laughs> because I love this movie and it's called 1776 and it's all based on the writing of the Declaration of Independence, but it's a musical. It's great. Okay. Well, as we wrap up, you know what we need? Now that you're mentioning that, you know what we need to watch? We need to watch Hamilton. Mm, I don't know if I want to watch Hamilton or not, but. Uh, well, I mean, you're talking about that. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of know, similar. But I have issues with some of the cast uh i don't mm. like their i don't like their that's all i'm gonna say so bubsy okay. what's your guilty pleasure um i'm gonna have to first off we're gonna have to go with something i've probably listened to more often than i probably should have and i don't understand why that is gonna be mongolian throat singing i like it i do here's the thing double tones and and just that raw singing it just there's just there's i can just sit there and just listen to it okay i like i said i listen to a lot of things okay that's one of them i've probably also listened to a lot more polka music than any one man should have in his life i don't know why that explains the dancing down the stairs i'm just saying. here's the thing i'm not even a big fan of polka but it just comes on sometimes you're like that's a vibe like I just well, you know, Bubs, it's interesting to me, and I know we're we're trying to wrap things up here. It's interesting to me that um you would mention Mongolian throat singing because you know I was sitting here thinking about my guilty pleasure. What is one of those things that I listen to that I probably don't talk about that much? But there is a uh, group called the Who. H-U, that sings Mongolian oh. metal, is what they call it, I think. See, and I, I thought you were talking about The Who. No, I'm talking about they sing, I believe, I believe is what, they're, they're, what they call their stuff is Mongolian metal. It's absolutely fantastic, mm -hmm. right? And I, I'll be honest with you, my other guilty pleasure is some of the, because um, I don't know the genre, I don't know what exactly to call it. And I'll just call it this: the kind of patriotic Viking music. You know what I'm talking about? The we're marching to battle together. This kind of stuff. It just, but it gets your blood pumping. You know, mm -hmm. that's my. Those are my guilty pleasures because they connect. It's like any other form of music. It connects to me in a way that I don't really understand. 
but I know there's a connection there, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So now, um, we're not. We, hopefully, Mama Beard is not listening to this episode. Um, but now, will. if we're if we're talking about like guilty pleasures, okay, synthwave in the car. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> if you've never listened to synthwave in the car, and you have a lead foot like many in the bearded household do, do not do it. Yeah, it'll get you going. But I mean, I get it. Like I said, like, you know, and, uh, again, with as with anything else, we want to know what's your guilty pleasure. What's the song or songs or the artist or whatever it is? I mean, you know, come on. Everybody loves Weird Al, right? I mean, you know, <laughs> you know. So Wait. I mean, it, it could be whatever. Um, but here's the here's the thing. Go ahead, Bubs, real quick. Well, obviously, "Party in the CIA" is one of the best songs ever created, but um we also i i don't i don't know who it's by but the parody song seagulls with yoda and luke skywalker have you not i don't know who that one you haven't seen this no i don't know who that one's by either of course now if you're going to do that if you're going to use that as a guilty pleasure i highly recommend that everyone who sees or hears this podcast Look up this video or this audio to a song called mm-hmm. Kiss the Wookiee. <laughs> that, You'll be singing it for days. Here's the thing. So John Williams is the man. Yeah. Do you see what I did there? But we got we've got to get out of here. We've got to let you guys go. So I want to say this. We've talked a little bit about a lot of things where music is concerned. And you've heard me say it more than once. You've heard me say it probably too many times in one single podcast. But whatever your favorite music is, whatever your favorite genre is, however it connects to you, whatever the emotion that it brings, whatever uh, memory that it brings to your mind. Whatever brain cell it rubs the right way. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever it sparks. I mean... You know, there's a song, uh, I believe the artist's name was Don Wells, I'm the Happiest Girl in the USA. My grandmother loved that song when I was a kid. She would play it, so I learned to sing it over and over and over again. So anytime I hear that song, I'm immediately back to singing with my grandmother and watching her smile. See, music has the power to connect us to our emotions, to each other, and it most definitely connects us to our past mm-hmm. because, you know, we, if we went through, we could probably make our own playlist of theme songs for our life. So whatever yours may be, I'm asking you to share it with us just a little bit because I'd like to see the titles. I'd like to listen to them and see what everybody's listening to because you never know. It might connect me, with me. It might hit me the same way it did you, and guess what happens then? Then you and I are connected by that song from that point on. Got to share our Spotify raps at the end of the year. Right? Right? So, you know how it is, guys. We hope we've made you smile a little bit. Maybe we made you think a little bit. Maybe we mentioned a song that you hadn't thought of in years, but you got to listen to it now. And it's just going to make your day a little bit better, a little bit brighter. I don't know. But we appreciate you. We will see you when we get back from our little break. 
We will be waiting to hear what you guys suggest for us to talk about. And we'll be looking forward to giving every one of you that gives us an idea that we can use a shout out on the podcast. But you know how it is. If you stayed with us this long, if you've hung around this far from this time to the next time, happy Thanksgiving and welcome to the family. And as per usual, he did not give his socials. You can find him at the caffeinated beard. And because of that, I'm going to continue the segment of guilty pleasures. Just a tad bit, a tad bit as my outro. If you don't belt along, do girls just want to have fun? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just, I'm sorry. That song is a banger. I'm not, I'm not female, but man. Oh, oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. I'm sorry. Okay. Girls We're trying to get out of here, guys. Yeah, yeah, we wait. really are. I promise you. But uh, thank you so much to our sponsors, Custom Beard Co. and Coffee Tarion. Uh, please go check out the links in the description if you want to get some coffee or take care of your beard. Okay. But you can find me uh, at It's Bubsy. That's I-T-S-B-U-B-B-Z-I. That's all social medias. That's Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. Uh, I just streamed for like six hours yesterday on Twitch. Like, come hang out, say hello. Because uh, I can't hello. go live on TikTok because I don't have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chaos. <laughs> and this has been the Caffeinated Podcast. Peace. See ya.